Welcome to Work Like a Witch. My name is Caitlin Matanley, business coach for the witches. Witches do business differently, and I'm here to help you make money like magic. If you're exhausted and bored by your business, it's just because you've forgotten who you are. After all, you aren't one of the normal people. You are a witch. Hey witches, welcome to Work Like a Witch. This is Caitlin Matanley and I'm hopping on today for a solo episode. Those of you listening from the beginning, remember how we used to do solo episodes every week before I had grown the podcast enough to convince anyone to talk to me on it? (laughs) And while I do have some more amazing interviews coming up for you this fall podcast season, I wanted to hop on today to talk about a topic that is at the forefront of my mind recently and the forefront of my magic, and that is the magic in the mundane. So oftentimes in discussions around magic or witchcraft, you hear this division between the magical and the mundane, and there's this idea that there are certain things that are magic, (laughs) and there are certain things that are mundane, meaning the sort of everyday things that you don't need to cast the spell to do, or, you know, you technically don't have to cast the spell to do. It may still feel impossible, and maybe you could use a spell to get there. So things like, you know, scheduling or um, doing your bookkeeping in your business or figuring out how to talk to someone about a touchy subject, all kinds of things that just are kind of everyday things that everybody deals with. However, by dividing those two areas, the magical and the mundane, I think right away we run into a problem because the reality is, you know, it's kind of like all these divisions that you often hear about in witchcraft and um, other spiritual practices. You know, when people talk about any type of polarity, I always start to question it. What I mean by that is, you know, masculine, feminine, black, white, all these things. Because my experience and my belief and my perspective is that actually it's all energy. And it's more about where we're directing things. We don't get, okay, like the whole black versus white magic thing, while first and foremost being an inherently racist concept. Um, And I've talked about that in previous episodes, so I'm not going to go deep into that here, why that is. Um, You can research that on your own if if you're not sure exactly what I'm talking about there or send me a message. But in addition to that, you know, a lot of times I see witches – feeling like they get to kind of bypass the trickiness that comes along with any action that creates change in the world, which is that it's not going to benefit everybody. And that's the same whether you've cast a spell in the traditional sense or you've just decided what you've want and gone for it in the mundane sense. And that's why I believe we're casting spells all the time. We don't get to kind of pick what the perfect results are going to be ever with anything in life. And Something else, you know, I often see witches forgetting that often the, the most important thing to do in a situation, the next right step, is one of these so-called mundane activities. 
And that sometimes that's the path of least resistance to get what you want, you know? So spell casting is all about bringing things in via the path of least resistance. And sometimes we forget that the path of least resistance is not always something that requires what we consider magic. So I really encourage you to sort of blur the boundaries that you've set between those areas. And this came up recently because on Facebook, I asked um, on my personal page, I asked people what was one thing they would like to learn from me about business and witchcraft. And I got a lot of great answers. And it was interesting to see that the vast majority of the answers had to do with mundane issues. And I found myself saying again and again, you don't have to cast a spell for this. <laughs> Sometimes it's like uh, needing to learn a different technique for time management or figuring out how to communicate information in a different way or you know, doing activism or any of these other things that may not feel very witchy, but in certain situations are absolutely the path of least resistance to get what you want. You know, and I always ask, especially when we're talking about witchcraft in business, for example, you know, I ask clients who are, okay, say struggling with time management. There are a lot of pieces to that because I don't believe that there's one right way to manage your time. I believe it's different for everybody. And I also think it's really important to drop the guilt and shame around not doing things in a so-called conventional way or a way that's accepted by the mainstream. It's just not necessary. We can do it our own way. However, without any time management skills, you're going to have a difficult time, you know, building a business because we do have this system of time, a system that we've created that we need to learn to kind of work within and work with. So I think here, you know, when we talk about these kind of mundane actions and how they are part of the magic, an integral part of the magic, you know, it's like you don't need um, a Google Calendar system to be on top of your time management. However, if you're focusing on casting spells to be better at like bending time, but you haven't made any efforts to create a sort of scheduling system that works for you in the mundane sense, you're missing out on potentially a really valuable tool. This is where Saturn comes in because a lot of these issues, these are Saturnian issues, and we are in a very Saturnian time right here. I'm not an astrologer, but I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> which means I know everything. No. <laughs> I mean, any Capricorns listening know that is what it means, but not what I meant here. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And while Saturn is not my chart ruler, um, chart ruler is usually determined by your rising sign. Mine is Gemini. So I'm ruled by Mercury, blah, blah, blah. That's not the point here. <laughs> my point is that as somebody with a stellium, I have four planets in Capricorn or five maybe, um, I am really tuned in to that energy of Saturn. And Saturn rules systems. The energy of Saturn rules um, structures plans, that kind of heavy stuff, like it's kind of the adulting planet, <laughs> planetary uh, energy. And it's the kind of stuff that we often skip over because we want to jump to the really glamorous other shit, you know, the spells with the lighting of the candles and the human sacrifices, just kidding. And, <laughs> and you know, all that, all that good stuff. 
or so we think. But right now we're in a time, you know, we have three planets in Saturn. Um, we have a really heavy, I'm just feeling like I'm just picking up. I don't know if it's from the astrology or from just what I'm picking up. I'm feeling this really heavy Saturnian energy, even looking at my own life. I'm really focusing on, okay, what do I need to get taken care of? Like in the practical reality of my life, how can I approach this as part of the spell, which it is, you know, so scheduling those appointments, um, finishing loose ends, doing things that you knew you had to do, or like you need a new system for this aspect of your business and you've been putting it off doing those things. Many of which are actually really great things to do right now during Mercury retrograde, you know, it's not necessarily the best time to start something new, but I guarantee you all have a lot of unfinished business on your plate. That's not just leaking your energy, but also, you know, when we don't take care of those foundational things and we try to build on top of that, the thing we build, it's kind of weak and it's going to eventually fall down. You know, you want to build new systems in your business before you need them. Um, you don't want to wait for a huge boom in your business to suddenly realize like, oh my God, I have no good way of scheduling people. <laughs> when my business started really picking up six, eight months ago, I realized that I, I was constantly at, at, at odds with my scheduling system. It was frustrating the fuck out of me all the time. And that's just like a personal problem. <laughs> Other people love this system, but I just couldn't get it to work for me. And I was making do, I think I eventually like downgraded to the free version because I was like, well, I hate it, so I'm not going to pay for it, but I don't know what else to use, so whatever. And I, and I could sense that my business was starting to pick up. I wasn't necessarily getting a lot more clients, but I could, you, I could just feel it. I could feel it was about to happen. And I realized, wow, if I have a, bun, like a sudden influx of clients, I can't be using the system that doesn't work for me. And luckily I had the wherewithal to fix it then and find something new that I use now and I love. And if I hadn't done that, what would have happened was I would have found myself in a situation where either I was um, kind of deterring clients because I knew I just couldn't handle, like the systems I had, the standard operating procedures I had in my business couldn't handle additional people coming through. Or I would have ended up being really fucking stressed out because I would get those clients and then be like stressing about scheduling them, you know, with their sessions. So you have to, it's part of it is recognizing, okay, I may not need to get this figured out now, but it's going, all of these unfinished things or these things that aren't really working for us, the systems that aren't working for us, all of them are things that are eventually going to become a bigger problem. I mean, fuck, <laughs> look at the political climate, the international political climate right now. We're seeing this happen so much, you know, with the systems of government and, you know, social systems where they have never really worked for a lot of people. And we kept kind of trying to put Band-Aids on them and fix them and be like, oh, well, if we have this law, this will make it work. And I say we, I mean they. <laughs> I haven't personally been, you know, creating any new laws. I don't know about you. You get my point though. Um, what happens is when we try to just like fix the little things here and there and we, or we avoid the things that we want to do, it causes a bigger problem. And then the whole fucking thing has to collapse. 
Saturn does not appreciate you taking the easy way out. Saturn does not appreciate shortcuts. Saturn, the path of Saturn is a long one. And it's, you know, that kind of slow moving, that slow but steady energy that we can either latch into and make work for us, or we can ignore and avoid and still get bit in the ass later on. So what I've been really picking up and feeling for myself, for my own business, and I've been encouraging my clients to do this, is really just kind of focusing on those things. What are the little things that you have been avoiding? How are you avoiding adulting (laughs) in your life and your business? I promise you that if you focus on those things now, when things in the world, in the cosmos, whatever, start to really move forward again, you're going to be so much better off and actually be able to grow. Instead of being stuck stuck in this place where you're kind of attempting to catch up and prioritize and be stressed and have way too many things that you've been avoiding and not enough time to focus on them. I'm you know, in my own business, I'm really taking the rest of the year to kind of coast. I mean, I have two, I have my mastermind, which is obviously still running. Um, and the next round of that mastermind, my 10 of pentacles business coven, it opens in February. So if you're interested in getting on the early wait list for that, send me a message on Instagram. Um, I have BizCraft, my business course, that's going to, that's still running until the end of the year. Of course, I have my private clients. So I'm still, you know, I have everyone that I'm working with. I'm also opening up a couple of new private client spots at the beginning of November. But in terms of really starting new, truly new things, I'm taking a pause. And I'm using that time and that energy to examine where I've been neglecting the magic in the mundane and giving as much attention to that, if not more, as I do to, you know, casting spells on the dark moon and, you know, buying new witchy candles. (laughs) It's really important. It's really, really, really important. And if you're somebody who doesn't find these things fun, yeah, of course you can use more traditional magical techniques to make things easier. So I'm a big proponent of, you know, paying attention to your natural rhythms. It's a concept I call the inner moon, which I teach in BizCraft. And basically, you know, in a couple sentences, the idea is that just like how there are moon phases that we observe in the sky, we have our own natural energetic phases. And sometimes they align with the moon, but sometimes they don't. And it doesn't actually fucking matter. What we need to do is be focused on our own rhythms, our own phases, and recognize that there's a time for everything. However, it's not always the best time for that one thing right now. So it can definitely make it easier if you start to observe your rhythms, um, even just by you t- jotting down a couple notes every day, telling you, you know, what felt kind of easy and good energetically for you to work on and what felt hard and like drudgery, you know? And then of course, yeah, it's, it's fucking life. You're gonna have to do some things you don't want to do some days. I get it. <laughs> your mileage on this may vary depending on your external responsibilities, but it's a starting spot. So, you know, if, for example, there's, you start to notice there are phases that you have where you're really like, into 
where you get kind of excited like looking at numbers and things. And that's a great time to do your bookkeeping for your business or to just get a clear sense of like what your numbers are. You know, you'd be surprised how many people don't know how much they make. <laughs> so many entrepreneurs, clients of mine, friends of mine. To me, that sounds really fucking stressful, <laughs> you know? And I like to, like in my bookkeeping, I enter obviously everything that comes in. It's a pretty graph. I can look at it and it's like, I know how much is coming in. And then I also enter future payments so I can, you know, get a clear sense of like, okay, I have X amount coming in recurring. Do I need more, <laughs> you know? Or is that like enough to coast on or whatever, depending on the situation? So if that's something that really brings up a strong, like a trauma response for you, which is completely fine, then just finding ways to make it more comfortable, you know? If it's a tedious task I don't want to do, I usually do it in bed. (laughs) Or I do it while I watch the Gilmore Girls (laughs) or anything that soothes my nervous system, you know? Find a way to do it and you can make it a ritual. You can make it a spell and you can call on, I mean, I like to call on the energy of my ancestors to help me with things that I don't do well naturally with, especially things that in the past, you know, looking at the women of my lineage, for example, didn't necessarily have the choice to do or not. So for a lot of domestic things, I will, and this is gendered, this is just my experience, um, obviously, you know, Obviously, the realm of the domestic is not just the realm of the cis woman. However, looking at history and, like, looking at the relationships I have with some of my ancestors, there is that strong sense that, like, they're there to guide me through the domestic shit that I just cannot fucking figure out, you know? And so I'll literally call on them and be like, help me do this thing, like, these chores that have to be done or something. Show me an easier way to do this. How did you do this? You know, like, I I just can't imagine. I mean, I don't have kids. I have, you know, help. And I I still feel like I can't do it all. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just, it, it really, really blows my mind to think back to ancestors of mine who had lots of children and were responsible for all of the domestic chores and yeah, it's just a lot to think about. So maybe that's one way you bring the, you know, more magical side into these tasks. Maybe you, if you call, if you work with planetary energies, you know, maybe you do that. Maybe you call on Saturn and you're like, okay, I'm willing to learn how to do this. I'm willing to learn how to do this. Lead me in the right direction, you know? I do that a lot. I don't really work with planetary energies a lot, but, you know, I, I call on, like I said, usually for me, it's my ancestors, you know, call on the energies that you feel connected to, the, the entities that you feel connected to, and ask for help. Maybe you, you know, if you are feeling a lot of resistance and dragging your feet around something, maybe that's something you banish during the dark moon or the waning moon. You know, you do, I love doing, I do a lot of banishing workings. (laughs) Um, Not really ever on people. I don't have a problem with that. It's just that I don't have to, which I'm very grateful for. Um, Because sometimes I really just, you know, it's easier just to tell someone your boundaries. (laughs) Um, Or that you don't want them in your life anymore. (laughs) And enforce the boundaries that come up with that. Um, Rather than having to do a big dramatic banishing ritual, it's like, ask yourself. 
If someone's bothering you, I see this happen a lot when people leave romantic relationships. It's like, oh, this part, they keep calling me, they keep bothering me, and they're like, I keep coming back and everything. And I'm, it's like, how can I, <laughs> I've been asked that. What's a spell I can cast to like get them out of my life once and for all? And my first response is always, well, um, you can block them <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> You don't need a candle for that. <laughs> so again, it's just, you know, making sure that we're not avoiding the kind of obvious answer in lieu of the more dramatic witchy answer, you know? They work together. Blocking is a spell. <laughs> it truly is. I'll never forget the first time I blocked somebody. It felt so transgressive. I was like, I, fe- I felt like I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> which is just so indicative of, you know, the messaging I received and internalized around, you know, how I'm supposed to, how everyone's supposed to like me and I'm supposed to like everybody or something. I don't even fucking know what that messaging is. (laughs) So anyway, um, so yeah, I was, when I was talking about banishing, I love doing banishing workings on, you know, behavioral traits or procrastination or just things that I want to reduce the influence of in my life. I'm not going to talk about like how to do a banishing working. There's a million different ways you can do that. And, you know, I, I really encourage you to intuitively see where you're led in that direction. But, you know, you can do the magic to support the actions you're taking, but recognize that the actions you're taking, those so-called practical actions, are magic too. They're magic too. I mean, seeing how my business has grown from building up recurring payments, it's just math. And when that hit me, when it really hit me, and I really saw it starting to work, I was like, what the fuck have I been doing wasting my fucking time and all this mindset shit and all this, like, being the energy of your next level and stuff that, okay, yeah, it, it works. But also, I, I, people are, like, getting down on themselves about their mindsets when they, no one's ever taught them just, like, the math equation of business, you know? I was kind of mad about that. <laughs> like, why? I mean, I, I had, I knew, but no one had really, it always been like a secondary thing to all that other stuff. And would they really should be equally important because that's magic in and of itself that, you know, you can just have money coming in and it builds on each other. And then you're not starting each month from zero, which I do through like payment plans and everything like that. Um, so don't discount the mundane. It's not fucking mundane. The mundane is magical. And if you have been putting things off, it's not about guilting yourself. It's not about feeling bad. And it's also not about feeling a pressure to do things in a conventional mainstream way either. You know, looking at, okay, like let's talk about money. There are a lot of different so-called experts who have a lot of different opinions about what you should do with your money, how you should manage it, what the role of debt is, all this stuff. So if you focus on the wrong people, wrong to you, you're going to probably feel really shitty and like you're missing something and there's something inherently wrong with you when you just aren't in resonance with that system that's being taught. And 
I'm not even just talking, I'm not even talking about like people talking about money manifestation. I'm talking about, you know, personal finance writers, <laughs> some of whom do talk about mindset and they should. I mean, it's a piece of it, but it's not the be all end all, you know, that's like a whole nother, a whole nother topic of a podcast. We'll save that for the future. So it's not about guilting yourself. It's not about saying like, oh, I can't believe I can't fucking figure this out. If you can't figure it out, call on the entities that can help you. Because they're really fucking smart. And then follow the, follow the clues, you know? I did this actually about a year ago. I was somebody who had, like, I just I made money and I spent it. <laughs> no idea where it went. Maybe then I didn't have the money for something else that I actually needed more. I didn't really think about it. And for me, I knew intuitively that, like, tracking my spending and figuring out some kind of a budget was what I needed to do. There are a lot of different versions of budgeting. For me, I just knew I really, the main thing was like tracking it. I needed to know where it was going. And some people say this is necessary. Some people don't. It's different for everybody. So if you are really knowing that you need to learn about something, that that's going to help you on the next step, the next leg of your journey, trust that. Listen to that. There's sort of like a, at that time, I remember there was sort of a trend in the, you know, money, the manif money manifesting courses and stuff of which, in which I was enrolled of, in many, um, <laughs> there was this trend of like acting like budgeting was bad and limiting. And I really had internalized that, but I still knew it was something I, I needed to do because really I knew that I wasn't being served by having no idea where my money was going. I didn't feel like I was respecting my money that way. It wasn't working for me. I would say, like, if it's if it's working for you, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> so if you don't budget and you have money for everything, great. <laughs> you know, like, if you have a system, you have a system that's working for you, keep doing it. But for the rest of us, you know, we need to go out of our comfort zones a little bit. So I I really just set that intention and I put it out there and. I talked to my guides about it, and I just, like, I was just, like, help me figure out how to pay better, more respectful attention to my money. And like magic, <laughs> I suddenly woke up one day, I'm not kidding you, with a strong urge to, like, download the Mint app, which is a budgeting app, and enter all my information and start. And from then on, I pretty much track every single expense and it became really fun for me. Yes. I have a fucked up idea of fun. <laughs> my Capricorn side, I'm growing into it, my friends. I really am. Um, I was, just, my Sagittarius moon ruled the show for so long. <laughs> And now my Capricorn moon is like, bitch, <laughs> get in. We're going budgeting. So it became fun for me. And I, and I know that's because I called on guidance. And you can do that in any way that works for you. I, I didn't feel like I had to do it alone. In fact, I knew I couldn't because I had tried to and I never had succeeded. So for me to just suddenly become really excited about that and turned on by it, was a goddamn miracle. It was magic. And that continued. And 
you know, that led to a lot of really powerful realizations that I had with my money. And also it led to me feeling less stressed, which allowed me to work the bigger magic because I actually, I discovered that I wasn't doing as badly as I thought. You know, there were a few things that I was maybe spending more on and I noticed that I didn't really care about those things so I could make adjustments. But I noticed that actually I, I had a natural kind of checks and balances system inside of me that I just had been ignoring and not trusting because I didn't think, you know, like some old white guy like Dave Ramsey would approve or something. <laughs> so it's just an example. The point here is not that you need a budget, although if you're really stressed about money and you're like spending a lot of fucking time thinking about how you can manifest more, I would encourage you to focus on how you can better manage what you have because that's often the path of least resistance. <laughs> and naturally I became a better manifester because I was less stressed. Um, and I was able to be more in the flow because I had like the numbers to back it up kind of, you know? Knowing how much you make each month is so important because it, it, and this is you know for the entrepreneurs and actually it's for everybody. I mean, yeah, maybe if you're an entrepreneur, you have um, you have a like maybe your income changes, but at least knowing where you stand, it's really helpful because then you can see okay, these are the trends. Okay, I want to be making this amount, so I'm gonna try to grow it like this amount each month. Oh, I'm further than I thought oh, I'm closer than I thought. It's just information. But without any information, in my belief and experience, it's actually more difficult to get real results in the magic. Because, you know, it's, it's like I see people, and I've been this person myself, you know, casting spells for like fast money, like a money drawing spell, which is great and fine, and there's definitely a time and place for it. And I want, I really want to encourage all of you to have a bigger picture view of your spell work and of your work work. <laughs> because if you're an entrepreneur and you're constantly focusing on how to get like quick money because you're behind on a bill, it's more sustainable to be doing workings both in the, in the physical realm and the magical energetic realms to say increase your visibility or um, increase you know have clients drawn to you to grow the sort of avenue through which the money can continue to come and once you know that then you realize that you have to cast these other spells again both in terms of the earthly realm and the spiritual so you know Maybe you need a spell of organization, <laughs> you know, maybe you need to better manage your time. So you need a spell of, you know, understanding time and releasing resistance and all these other things. Just like our actions, our spells don't exist in a vacuum. And they become a lot more effective in creating sustainable positive change in your life when you think about it in this holistic way. And that does that means that you don't get to keep ignoring the tasks, the actions that come alongside that domain anymore. You have to build them in. So my challenge to you from now until the end of the year is just 
see, make it a game. See how many of these things you can kind of figure out. I really encourage you to just choose one at a time and follow it through to the end. Because what happens a lot with these things on our list is that they're actually like 30 million steps, you know? And it's, it's not just like, okay, so you have to go to the dentist, you know? Okay, so then maybe you go to the dentist and, okay, I'll use an example from my own life because I still have to go to the dentist. And <laughs> well, that one's still on the list. <laughs> maybe focusing on that. I think that's my November project. Um, okay, I had like, I wanted to get a couple of moles checked out that make sure that they weren't, you know, anything to be concerned about. So I had to go to a dermatologist. And then, of course, there were other things that came up in the dermatologist, and I had to address those, and, like, I had to get a referral to something, and then I had to get, like, well, I didn't have to, but I chose to take her recommendations for new skincare, And so it was actually a lot of steps, and I followed the steps. And now I've had, like, the procedures done that I had to have done. Um, that sounds really, like, clinical. <laughs> had the moles removed. I am assured that there is nothing wrong with them. Um, my, the problems I'm having with my skin are on their way to being fixed. I have what I need. I have the follow-up scheduled. It's like, I can really check that off my list now because I've done all the steps, even though it took longer, you know, it wasn't, it's not usually something you can just get done in a day or maybe it is. Sometimes it is. <laughs> so just pick something. Start there, follow through to the end, and then pick another. And make this one of your core magical practices, and I guarantee you, your life will transform, your business will grow, and both will combine together to create an energetic boom that really, really drives you forward into the direction of your desires. It really is the easiest way. It really is the path of least resistance. So if this meeting of the magic and the mundane feels like a fuck yes to you, I'm opening a couple of spots in my one-on-one -on -one business coaching practice in November, at the beginning of November. Um, I'm opening between two and five spots. To be honest, I haven't fully decided. Um, originally, I had five spots, and I'm feeling the call to actually narrow that down a little bit. So... If you're curious, if you want more details, send me a message on, on Instagram. I'll send you the information, and you can get on the early wait list to be notified first. It's a six-month one-on-one program where we work together to grow your business using witchcraft and the practical magic that you've been avoiding and that I am going to make you fall in love with. So it's really fun, the work we do together. I would love for you to be a part of it. Check it out. Send me a message on Instagram at Caitlin Matanley. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. And let me know what you're doing. If you want to be accountable to somebody, let me know what you're working on. And let's bounce ideas off each other to make our lives, you know, easier, better, with a better flow having that sense of sweet relief that comes from knowing that you've done the shit you've been putting off and it wasn't that bad. Let's do it together. I can't wait to hear about the results you get from these ideas and I will talk to you again next week. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Work Like a Witch. 
If you loved the show, be sure to leave me a review on iTunes to spread the word. Talk to you next Friday. Thank you.